The living room end of the kitchen was just a milk carton crate flipped over with an 11-inch black-and-white television holding onto a precarious perch atop it in the corner of the room. Alex hated the damn thing, but every now and then it would come in handy for a Sunday football game. God bless the Buffalo Bills, was Alex's Sunday motto. Used to be his motto, anyway. Time, as of late, became a factor. Alex tossed his keys on the card table with a deep sigh. It had been a long day. He tossed his jacket onto one of the chairs next to him and put his hands under the small of his back, arching upward and tensing his back. With a satisfied smile, Alex heard the crack as his vertebrae released the air in between their joints. His underarm holster seemed to throw his back out a bit to the left. He was sure of it. Thinking of the Beretta, he slipped the holster off and walked to the wall left of his television. There in the wall was a nail wedged into a beam behind the wall. Alex hung his holster on the nail, then he bent down and lifted his left pant leg. Strapped to his ankle was a one-shot Derringer. He unstrapped the ankle holster and hung that, too, on the nail. He unhooked the butterfly knife from his right ankle and slipped it into his back pocket. He turned right to head down the three-foot hallway that led to his bathroom. Alex looked to the right of the bathroom entrance. There was a picture there of Alex, a woman, and a small child. He pushed past the picture and went into the bathroom. Alex flicked on the light and turned on the bathwater, turned the nozzle to warm. Damn pipes, damn pipes take forever to warm up in the winter, Alex thought with irritation. Alex undressed and put his hands on each side of the sink. Looking into the mirror in front of him, he glanced at his reflection. He needed to shave, but then again, what was the point? Alex's brown hair was long, just a few inches above his shoulders. His cheekbones, though prominent, were hidden by mud and blood that caked onto him. It were visible in patches where tears had streaked the mottled artistry. Steam rose in white puffs from behind the shower curtain. Inch by inch, as Alex peered into the mirror and let his mind wander, the fog clung onto the glass and Alex's face disappeared. Alex pulled back the curtain and stepped into the scalding hot water. Water which was Alex's purification. Day after day, it was this burning hot water that cleansed more than Alex's body. It seemed to somehow, for the moment, cleanse his soul. The water pounded on his skin, refusing to relent, yet Alex seemed to not notice, to disregard the heat. Face turned upward toward the shower head as if to ask why, Alex began to relax in his own private meditation. For a long time, Alex stood there and felt the grime wash away. He began to drift into a trance-like sleep. All at once, he stood at the scene of Jack's death. Sure enough, there was Jack, lying on the snow, lifeless. Alex, in a dreamlike drift, got closer to the body. Jack was cold, as was apparent by his bluish-white complexion. Jack's face rested on a slight drift of snow and faced Alex. As Alex drifted closer, he studied Jack's face. It looked as if Jack were asleep. As he got even closer to his friend's face, he noticed a shift in the temperature, a sharp decrease in the frigid air's already less than warm embrace. As the freezing air encircled him, a shiver found its way and crept along the length of Alex's back. As the shiver leapt off of his tailbone, Alex noticed he drifted too close to Jack's face. He began to retract from the body, and with one more glance at Jack, everything stopped. The air seemed to stop swirling, its biting cold gone for a split second. The blood that dripped from Jack's mouth stopped mid-drip and hung suspended in the air. Alex strained to get a better look at this phenomenon, and that's when he noticed it. Jack's face, more importantly, his eyes, snapped open. They pierced into Alex with a stern ferocity. Alex willed himself to retreat, to run from this misadventure, 
but Alex could not move, could not close his own eyes. Everything, including him, was frozen as much as the air was before time stopped. Alex pulled away with all his mental strength. He pulled away to keep his sanity, to hide from his friend's piercing gaze. The unblinking eyes poured into Alex like nothing he knew. With all of his mental energy, he strained. Wake up, Alex, he heard. Wake up. With a start, Alex awoke half-leaning, half-kneeling in his shower. How long have I been in here? The water was now running cold. Alex shivered. Raphael woke up at dawn. He always woke up at dawn. His bed was right in line with the sun as it, too, woke from its slumbers. He had an alarm clock. Ages passed since the alarm woke him up. His daily wake routine always began with Rontego deactivating the alarm of the clock shortly.